college was paying five million a year, and the NBA was paying five million a year, there's no question what he would have done, you know. But but uh, I think the, the financial opportunity was too great. And, and then the other thing is, I, th- I think what really what really uh, made the decision for him is that we talk about you know at this rate that you've improved over a short period of time, just think about how what you could be a year from now and this, this, and this. And, and the whole thing is, well, top five pick this year is guaranteed what happens if something bad happens next year. And I think that was the whole deal. It wasn't that. It was like the safe play in, in, in my mind. Right, but what made it a hard decision? Because most guys, that would be an easy... Uh, oh, no, no, he loves it. He loves the it. College. The college. The college and the people around him and... and uh, not, I think sometimes when you don't have your family close, sometimes you get even closer to the people that are, that are with you. And I think, I think that's what made it a hard decision. I also think not playing in the tournament made it a hard decision. Uh, you know, the, the, the reason great players come is the chance to play on the biggest stage and that stuff, and he didn't get an opportunity to do that. So I think that, I think that was something in his mind that, that kind of leaves the college deal a little bit in. So the back, you think the back spooked him a little bit? You know what? I don't know if it spooked him. As much as it maybe did the situation, yeah. his back is—I've said it all along. His back is—you know—it's it's, a—it's a stress fracture that, that uh, uh, you know that he did against Oklahoma State. And, you know, it takes a while for it to be 100 percent, but it's stuff that you can live with. And, and uh, but he wasn't quite ready from a symptom symptom standpoint to to play with it, and so that was disappointing. But but uh, uh, but he's worked hard and. He's, he's moving around right now like he's, you know, just like he did two months ago. Well, he's driving. <laughs> I told him, Joe, you got to learn how to drive before you can leave. I said, don't you think that'd be a good idea? I guess he took me to heart. <laughs> you talked about how he wanted to be remembered. I mean, the fans and maybe yourself, you alluded to it out here, going to think about what could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Season, like, yeah. Kind of an incomplete. Yeah, like you said. But, but not from our standpoint on the inside that, that, uh, that you know, you know, was with him, you know, every day, even though it was a limited time. But, but, you know, to me, Wiggs have, has a little bit different feel because he started from the beginning and it went through the end. And, and, and even though it was just one year, and with Joe, you know, we, didn't get, we, didn't get an, we didn't get an opportunity to see him or to have him in the games that were obviously the most important games of the year. So I think in a lot of people's mind, you could say, you know, incomplete, but the reality is, is he should be remembered as, you know, we talked about Withy improving and we talked about Cole Aldridge improving. Ain't nobody's improved more than this cat, you know, from, from beginning until when the season was almost over. People started talking about him like in the middle of the season being an NBA prospect top five pick. And I know you guys are probably not thinking about that in the middle yeah, of the sure year, but yeah. I mean did I mean did he fully understand like what the opportunity was yeah. when it first well, came? Well he, he may not have understood it because we didn't really talk about it a lot. Because we did he was right. We just talked about hey uh, uh, you know, everything will have figure out a way to work itself out. But, but you can't worry about what other people are saying about you because then the chances of that becoming true aren't quite as great. I mean, you, you don't have to play for anybody else. You don't have to play to the expectation level. But we actually talked about that because he struggled with that. You know, Wiggs had went through it the whole year. And Joe, this was just thrown on Joe uh, uh, there, at, you, know, at a, you know, just like a, you know, a bombshell. So I think it was a little bit of an adjustment for him. If he had come back next year, what would you have him work on in the offseason? Well, I think he could do anything. I mean, he could be our best pick-and-pop guy. He could be our best, uh, uh, you know, he could be maybe our best passer. You know, he, he would have had many, many opportunities uh, to show what he could do. Uh, 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 
but uh, I, I, I think that if, if you saw him practice on a, on a daily basis, you'd be amazed at how quick he picks stuff up. He, he, I mean, he, I've coached some really bright guys. You know, you think about Aaron Miles or, or uh, uh, you know, the twins to me were ridiculously bright. Uh, you, you look at uh, Darren Williams at Illinois. And stuff. Joe was in that group of players that, that, is, that can figure stuff out. And so I think that with a little bit of time, he could do a little bit of everything or a lot of everything.